Welcome to another episode of From the Diamond Podcast. Uh, Today's a special 2020 All-Star Selection episode. With me for that is our commissioner to announce all the selections. Zach, how's it going? What's up, John? Going good. I'm ready to uh, move on to the second half, but first we uh, have some exciting activities, uh, the Home Run Derby, the Futures game, and then, of course, the All-Star game to get through. All right, everybody's probably on the edge of their seats with their selections. Uh, have at it. Yeah, so we're going to start by announcing the American League starters, position players. Um, at catcher, we will have from the New York Yankees, Gary Sanchez. This will be his third selection, previously being selected in 2017, 2019, and now 2020. At first base, from the Minnesota Twins, Miguel Sano. Uh, this is second selection, previously being selected in 2017. At second base from the Houston Astros, Jose Altuve. This is Altuve's seventh selection to the All-Star Game, previously being selected in 2012, 2014, 15, 16, 17, and 18. At third base with his first selection to the Midsummer Classic from the Toronto Blue Jays, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and at shortstop from the Cleveland Indians with his fifth selection, Francisco Lindor, um, 2016, 17, 18, 19, and now 20. In the outfield, the highest vote getter was from the Los Angeles Angels, Mike Trout with his ninth straight selection to the Midsummer Classic 2012 through 2020. And then a pair of first-time selections, um, first from the Toronto Blue Jays, Randall Grichuk, and then second from the Chicago White Sox, the rookie phenom, Luis Robert. And then finally, starting at DH with his fourth selection, also from the Chicago White Sox, Edwin Encarnacion, who was previously elected in 2013, 14, and 16. Moving on to the AL pitchers um, making his second trip to the all-star game from the Houston Astros Lance McCullers Jr. McCullers Jr. was previously uh, selected in 2017 making his second selection from the Tampa Bay Rays is Blake Snell um, previously selected in 2018 a couple of first-time selections four of them to be I'm sorry six of them to be exact um, from the Boston Red Sox, the longtime veteran Nathan Eovaldi. From the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, Tyler Glasnow. From the Chicago White Sox, the rookie Dylan Cease. And from the Los Angeles Angels, uh, the two-way player Shohei Otani. And then a couple of relievers with their first-time selections. From the Boston Red Sox, Matt Barnes. And from the Seattle Mariners, Carl Edwards Jr. Moving on. Uh, Second-time selection from the Minnesota Twins, Jake Odorizzi, previously selected in 2019. Fourth-time selection from the New York Yankees, Garrett Cole, uh, first selection with the Yankees, previously selected in 2015 with the Pirates and 18 and 19. And the, lastly, no, I'm sorry, two more. Uh, Second-time selection from the Oakland Athletics, Liam Hendricks, previously selected in 2019. And finally, the final pitcher from the American League, 
uh, flamethrowing reliever from the New York Yankees, Aroldis Chapman, with his seventh selection, um, previously selected in 2012 through 15, and then 2018 and 19 as well. Moving on to the AL reserves at catcher, we have a pair of first-time selections from the Minnesota Twins, Williams Astadillo, and from the Detroit Tigers, Jake Rogers. At first base, from the Tampa Bay Rays, another first-time selection with G-Man Choi. And at second base, with another first-time selection from the Baltimore Orioles, and forgive me if I mispronounce this, Luis Yonder Leao. <laughs> um, moving on to third base, uh, third-time selection from the Houston Astros, Alex Bregman, previously selected in 2018 and 19. And from the Los Angeles Angels, a second-time selection, Anthony Rendon. Uh, he was previously selected in 2019. At shortstop, Glaber Torres from the New York Yankees will be making his third trip. He's been selected in both of the past two years, 2018 and 19. And in the outfield, we have Joey Gallo from the Texas Rangers with his second trip, previously selected in 2019. And a pair of first-time selections in Jorge Soler and Ramon Laureano um, from the Kansas City Royals and the Oakland Athletics. And finally, uh, outfielder slash DH slash a little bit of first base, um, young phenom from the Houston Astros, Jordan Alvarez, will be making his first trip to the Midsummer Classic. And that will conclude our American League All-Star roster. Moving on to the National League. We will start with the elected starters um, at catcher, making his first trip from the Los Angeles Dodgers, Will Smith. At first base, making his fifth trip is from the Atlanta Braves, Freddie Freeman, previously selected in 2013, 14, 18, and 19. Um, at second base, from the Philadelphia Phillies, making his first, first trip is Scott Kingery. And at third base, from the Colorado Rockies, making his sixth consecutive trip is Nolan Arenado um, from 2015 through 2020. Shortstop Javier Baez from the Chicago Cubs making his third all-star game trip um, previously selected in 2018 and 19 and in the outfield we will have uh, a first-time selection the top vote getter in the outfield Victor Robles from the Washington Nationals followed by Cody Bellinger of the Los Angeles Dodgers, who is making his third trip, 2017 and 19, and then David Dahl of the Colorado Rockies, who had previously been selected in 2019. And finally, your designated hitter for the National League Club will be Eugenio Suarez of the Cincinnati Reds, making his second trip previously um, being elected in the 2018 All-Star Game. On the pitching side for the National League, uh, the top vote-getter was Max Scherzer of the Washington Nationals. He will be making his seventh trip to the Midsummer Classic, previously selected from 2013, 14, 15, 17, 18, 19, and now 2020. Um, Mike Soroka of the Atlanta Braves and Walker Bueller of the Los Angeles Dodgers will be making their second trips. They both were previously selected in 2019. Jacob DeGrom of the New York Mets will be making his fourth trip, previously selected in 2015, 18, and 19. Steven Strasburg will be 
making his fourth trip as well of the Washington Nationals, 2012, 16, and 17. And then relievers Will Smith and Edwin Diaz will be making their second trips. Um, Will Smith was previously selected in 2019, Edwin Diaz in 2018. And then we have a um, number of first-time selections from the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, starting pitcher Jack Flaherty from the San Francisco Giants, starting pitcher Kevin Galsman from the San Diego Padres, starting pitcher Chris Paddock from the Atlanta Braves, Max Freed, and reliever from the Milwaukee Brewers, um, Victor Arano. Steven Strasburg will be ineligible to pitch in this game due to fatigue. So uh, replacement for Strasburg will be Josh Hader of the Milwaukee Brewers, who will be making his third trip to the Classic, um, previously selected in 2018 and 19. Finally, the National League reserves uh, at catcher, we will have from the Arizona Diamondbacks making his first trip, Carson Kelly. And then also from the Philadelphia Phillies, JT Real Muto. He will be making his third trip to the All-Star Game, previously selected in 2018 and 19. At first base, we will have Max Muncy from the Los Angeles Dodgers making his second trip, previously going in 2019. At second base from the Pittsburgh Pirates, we will have Adam Frazier making his first trip. And then at third base from the Miami Marlins, we will have Brian Anderson also making his first trip. At shortstop, we will have um, from San Diego Padres, the young phenom Fernando Tatis Jr., who will be making his first trip as well. And then also Didi Gregorius from the Philadelphia Phillies, who again will be making his first trip to the Classic. In the outfield, we have four, four outfielders from the National League. Um, a pair of first-time selections, Washington Nationals outfielder Juan Soto and St. Louis Cardinals outfielder Harrison Bader. Um, New York Mets outfielder Michael Conforto will be making his second trip, previously going in 2017. And then Christian Yelich of the Milwaukee Brewers will be making his third trip, previously going in 2018 and 19. Fernando Tatis Jr. will be ineligible to play due to injury, and his injury replacement will be um, the second baseman from the Los Angeles Dodgers, Gavin Lux, who will be making his his first trip to the to the classic. And that will conclude our all-star rosters. I believe John and I are going to discuss this a little bit. And then at the very end, we will uh, announce the final player votes for the American and National League, which will be put up in a poll in the Slack channel and uh, results will be announced tomorrow night. All right. Well, that was a mouthful. So you pretty much <laughs> nailed all the all the names. That's, I was impressed, honestly. Yeah, uh, I, I got hung up on a couple of them. I wasn't exactly sure of the pronunciations, <laughs> but I tried my best. <laughs> all right, you. What team you want to start with, man? First. Uh, let Let's do the American League first. Um, okay, American League. Uh, the thing that kind of stuck out with me with Gary Sanchez, honestly, when did he he found his glove? That that was one of the things that I, popped out with me is his 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 fielding has gone was substantially better. Yeah, he he's grading as a plus plus catcher behind the plate right now. Fifty one percent caught stealing behind the plate, which is he's thrown out twenty five base runners already. 
I don't know where this came from, but it's <laughs> definitely contributing to uh, his his uh, 2020 numbers. Um, yeah, I, I noticed he was in the he's now in the plus with the zone range. So yeah, like you said, he's that was notoriously a negative. So he that was a big standout for me. Definitely, definitely. Go down there. Let, we'll we'll see some something that stood out with you with some of these guys. Yeah. So um, with the American League, uh, you got to start with Miguel Sano with the forty home runs. Um, he's on pace for sixty eight. Obviously, the the biggest power threat in that lineup so far. Um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Luis Robert, both first time selections, both um, extremely young, early twenties. Uh, exciting to see. Um, some new talent infused into the American League. And then, obviously, you, you've got guys like uh, Trout and Lindor who have been around, you know, they're, they're staples in this thing at this point. So it's a pretty inter- – and, and Altuve as well. I forgot Altuve. Um, it's a pretty interesting lineup, a good mixture of the, the soon-to-be legends of the American League and then the young talent. So – uh, overall, I think the voters did a pretty well, pretty pretty good job um, nailing this one. Randall Gritchuk is an interesting name, though. I, I wasn't expecting this kind of season from him. Um, the voters put him in. He's having a terrific year. He's hitting just below 322 home runs, um, really putting it all together for the for the Jays this year. And he's a big reason why they are where they are currently three and a half games back of the Red Sox in the East and holding the top wild card spot in the American league. So um, good yeah. job from the voters here. Yeah, definitely. The few numbers on those two that they hit two and three, Vlad hitting second and Gritchick hitting third in the order. And if you're a Giants fan, kind of close your ears because those two guys have 45 homers. The entire Giants have 46. So, Oh wow! <laughs> that that's something uh, that was kind of eye opening for me. Uh, Vladimir has number two in all of baseball and hits with 125, which is first in the American League, only behind David Dahl of all of baseball. So, yeah, so they should have a pretty potent lineup. I'm uh, I'm excited for the matchup overall. I think these are gonna it should be a good game. Um, you want to talk uh, American League pitchers? Yeah, let's look at the, the arms. Yeah, so uh, a, a bunch of first-time selections here. Um, a lot of young talent, a lot of hard-throwing talent in this this uh, this group. Um, Garrett Cole is probably the biggest name to make it, but he wasn't the top vocator. The top vocator was Lance McCullers Jr., who was um, – having a terrific year leading that Houston Asher's uh, staff 10 and five um, K per nine, 9.2, 3.8 war, 244 ERA, just a, a terrific arm um, bounce back arm after missing all of 2019. So he's good to see that he's fully recovered and um, making his second trip to the, to the all-star game. Yeah. The whip, the whip under one is just the eye opener for me, man. That's, that's insane. Uh, yeah, 0.99 uh, whip. <laughs> yeah, and uh, let's see, Blake Snail. His he hasn't gotten anything offensively from his team, but he's been outstanding. He's four and six with a two five two, or two five eight. Excuse me. So, yeah, he's another uh, obviously live arm, and he he's done it before. So, a uh, little bit of a disappointing 2019, but excited to see him rebound. Um, 
and get back to the levels that we know he can he can pitch at. It's a little a little disappointing the Rays aren't a little bit better than they are because that win loss is not reflective of his performance at all for 2020. Yeah, no doubt. Um, probably my favorite of all the pitchers is uh, Liam Hendricks from Oakland. Yeah, so Hendricks was a guy that the the voters put into the game. I took the the top three relievers automatically. Um, they they make the roster, and Hendricks finished third in the voting behind Matt Barnes and Aroldis Chapman. Um, he's a big part of that uh, that Oakland bullpen. Uh, I think he's 25 saves on the year now. Um, yeah. A whip of his whip was disgustingly low. I think it was point. <laughs> I, I don't remember exactly. Point eight. I'm look. I'm looking them up now. Point eight three. Um, high K per nine. Big swing and miss stuff. One point one WAR on the season. Uh, he's a big reason why the A's have creeped back into the to the playoff picture. No doubt. Let's see. Trying to give everybody a little credit here. Uh, Dylan Cease, what? Yeah, so, on him since moving to the starter. Yeah, interesting, right? I mean, he's made 25 appearances on the year, and only started 12 games, and he's put up big time numbers uh, since being moved to the to the rotation. Um, I just got done recording a podcast with Joey Fats where he talked a lot about Giolito and and uh, Cease and how excited he is with them. Um, ceases the the K for nine numbers are disgusting. Uh, if you're keeping the, track at at home, he, it, they're about the same as Garrett Cole. It looks like yeah, it's 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 incredible, and he's only 24 years old. So um, live arm, just filthy. He's definitely deserving of uh, making this trip, even though he's only made 12 starts on the year. Do you see that being a permanent solution? Is that did he give you, as a little teaser, did, did he give you any insight? As far as him sticking in the rotation? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think you can uh, – I think I can say with confidence that he'll be <laughs> part of the White Sox rotation for the future. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, Carl Edwards Jr., that, that's, that's a good arm. Uh, from, so. Edwards – so the thing with Carl Edwards Jr. was um, – Obviously, every team had to be represented. Right. And Edwards is obviously – he's having a good year. Uh, is it really all-star worthy? Um, probably not. But the Mariners, the, the, their GM knows it too. They, they don't have much. Um, and he's traded mm-hmm. a bunch of the guys that he did have. Uh, Marco Gonzalez probably would have been his representative if he didn't trade him a couple days ago. I agree um, with that. So – just process of elimination and unfortunately somebody more deserving didn't get in because of it but that's that's how the game works all right let's kind of shift to the reserves and uh on that list that that's a lot of talent on the reserves so uh let's just start with bregman (laughs) yeah that's that's where i was going to start too um man he's incredible right i mean if he's in the NL, he, he he might be the starter over Arenado. I mean, he's having a terrific year. All these guys are terrific. They they're all deserving. But um, Bregman, obviously the the catalyst behind the the Astros lineup at this point, and him and Altuve. Um, seventy one walks is just. <laughs> yeah, seventy one walks. That's what that's 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 over twenty percent of his plate appearances. I think. Yeah, has four or, or right, right about. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah Bregman and Rendon too. Rendon missed some time. Um, but but when he he's been out there, he, he's he's crushing it. I mean, he, he's definitely deserving. I can only imagine what his numbers would be at if he didn't miss the. Uh, I think he missed about twenty games or so. Um, yeah, between him, Bregman, and Vladdy Jr., the the AL is well off at third base. That's for sure. Okay. Anything else with the American League? Um. Looking at the names, uh, Jake Rogers. The, the Tigers had a couple of guys that um, probably could have been their representative, but Jake Rogers fit the best with the roster, um, making it on as a third catcher. And he, he's, as far as the American League catchers go, he's right there on the bubble for that final, for that third catcher spot. So he was deserving. Um, Glaber Torres was. He, he could have been a starter. Uh, he's having a terrific year. Um, Jorge Soler with the Royals. They it was either him or Ian Kennedy, in my opinion, as for their representative. Yeah. And Soler fit the fit the team a little bit better, especially with Carl Edwards Jr. being the Mariners selection mm-hmm. and him being a reliever. Um, then Jordan Alvarez claimed that final spot. That was a tough one because. There were a couple of names, and, and you'll see when the final player vote comes out, there were a couple of names that I was going back and forth on between who I thought was more deserving. But ultimately, I did go with Alvarez making his first trip. Yeah, he set the bar so high for himself last year, you know, hitting 27 bombs and 313 at-bats. But, yeah, I agree. The You know, he's got 21 yeah. at the break. So Yeah, he's, he's – Terrific year. All these guys. All these guys are having a great year. All right. You want to jump to the National League? Yeah. Let's uh, let's talk National League. Um, where, where do we start? Let's start with Victor Robles, who was a top vote-getter for the outfielders. Um, I, I don't know where this season is coming from, but it's – been remarkable and I think he's the him and Soto are the reasons why the the Nationals are where they are obviously the arms too but but Robles is carrying this offense uh he's been worth 4.9 war already through 90 games only 85 starts um 20 home runs 115 hits 16 stolen bases he's got a real shot at 30-30 for the year hitting 335 a 1.009 OPS 153 OPS plus just a monster year for the 23-year-old and a big-time improvement on his 2019. Um, touching on, uh, let's just do the rest of the outfielders. Cody yeah. Bellinger, uh, he's obviously a MVP candidate at this point for the, the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers, they have the best record in the NL now. Yeah, they're, they're at the top of the NL, and Bellinger is a big reason why. He got off to a little bit of a slow start, but has turned it around um, 26 homers at the break on pace for 45 402 on base percentage. Um, the walks, he's got 75 walks already, hundred hits been on base 175 times so far. Um, and then David Dahl, he's, I believe. Yeah. He's, he's, I think he's leading the league in hits, isn't he? 141. 141. He's on, he's, on, he's on pace for 246, 246 hits, 71 doubles, 16 triples, and 40 home runs. That's remarkable. 
Absolutely, Romano. For sure. Um, hitting 364 as of, as of now, or 363 as of now. Obviously, we're not at the break quite yet. We still have three more games to play. But uh, a 5.0 war so far. Um, th- this The National League starting outfield is just ridiculous. All, all three of them are putting up tremendous years. And then you move on to the infield. You got a couple of uh, a couple of frequent um, names: Freddie Freeman, Nolan Arenado, and then Javier Baez making his third trip now. And then the the first time guys: Will Smith and Scott Kingery. Uh, Kingery having a great year too. Um, he, he slowed down a little bit compared to the the start he got off to, but already at 93 hits, only had 118 all of last year. Um, 14 home runs already. He's looking like uh, he's going to be that second baseman long-term in Philadelphia. I know it was a little bit of a question mark after 2019, but that contract that they signed him to before 2018, I think it was, um, looking like it might be a bargain long-term. Absolutely. And the bull, let's go to the arms. Start with some Max Scherzer. Yeah, so Scherzer, obviously the most recognizable name. Uh, seventh trip, uh, ten and five on the year, hundred thirty six Ks. Uh, he's he's just doing Max Scherzer things at this point. This is what you expect from him, right? He's at one hundred eighty wins now in his career. Have to think he's going to hit that two hundred mark. He's only he's less than two hundred strikeouts away from three thousand. Um, he's a Hall of Famer and. Rightfully so, he gets elected to another all-star game. Um, the ace of the, the Washington staff, for sure. Um, moving on, the first-time selections, uh, Jack Flaherty um, from your, your Cardinals. you want to touch on him? Yeah, he's just he's been an absolute workhorse. Uh, he's held opponents to under 200 hitting. I mean, he, he's, just, he's just answered the bell, honestly. He's become everything – we kind of thought he would be, and uh, yeah, outside of like one or two starts, he's been phenomenal and absolutely the reason why the team's that good. He's he's another guy with a whip below one now. He's at point nine nine. Yeah, I just I could I could just speak the whole show on him, but <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin Gosman from the San Francisco Giants. Um, what a workhorse! He's a guy. Man, I, I was so shocked. Uh, dating, I think this is the third or fourth time I brought this up on the pod now. Dating back to the preseason predictions, when Gaussman was listed as a top ten pitcher, I could not believe it. And here we are at the All Star break, and he's still performing. Um, a low low K per nine. He's definitely not a, a strikeout pitcher, but he, he's you know he, he's doing his thing. One hundred thirty six innings pitched. He's like you said, a workhorse. And uh, six and ten record, I think that's a little more reflective on the Giants as a whole rather than his pitching. Um, Three point two WAR, he's on pace for five point seven. Just really, uh, you have to think it's—is it a career year? Is it a fluke year? Definitely a career year, maybe a fluke year. I don't know. He's never put up a numbers like this in a total season yet in his career, and now twenty nine, he's putting it together. So, um, glad to see him get elected. He was a. uh, a, a voted in um, election. He was one of the top five guys in the, the starting pitching category. Um, one other guy I did want to touch on that wasn't voted in, but I put him in 
was Victor Arana, the reliever from the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, I'm a, yeah. Wow. He was not voted in. No, he, he was not. This was a uh, selection of mine to add him to the roster. Well, well done. He, he spent the the first half of the uh, first first half of the first half with the Phillies before they traded him to Milwaukee. At the time when the Phillies traded him, he had pitched 11 innings of shutout baseball, not a single run, um, only 11 base runners allowed. He had a whip of one. And since going to Milwaukee, his numbers have only improved. He's pitched 20.1 innings in Milwaukee, allowed two earned runs, um, a single walk with 26 strikeouts. Uh, his whip in Milwaukee is down to 0.79. Um, overall, it's just 0.65 ERA. Um, just terrific year. Terrific. I'm sorry, 0.57 ERA. Um, 43 Ks. 12.4K per nine, 1.2 war on the year. Uh, looking like a, a good good pickup for the Brewers. Uh, they gave up a lot in that deal, but he's definitely uh, answered the bell so far um, in 2020. Got a pair of Braves. You might as well go with those guys. Yeah, so Soroka or Mike Soroka making his second trip and Max Fried making his first. Um, these guys – uh, Soroka got off to a real good start, and then he had a a little bit of a hiccup um, towards the end of June. Didn't have the best month of June, um, but overall his numbers are good. He's he's clearly the ace of my staff. Um, him and him and Max both. Uh, Freed, he's he's been more well-rounded all year long. Um, he hasn't really struggled as much as Soroka did at the end of June, but overall th- these guys. Um, happy to see them get elected. Uh, we'll see what they can do the second half. I'm pretty excited for for their continued development. Pair of guys out west, Walker Bueller and Paddock. Yeah, young guys. Uh, Bueller, obviously the the hard throwing um, Dodger, uh, 25 years old, making his second trip. Um, 139 Ks on the year, another big time strikeout guy. And then Chris Paddock, who. I remember um, Jason talking about Paddock early on in the year and how his numbers were, well, his ERA at least was very inflated. And I just thought to myself, I I wasn't sure if he was going to maybe entertain trading him at that point. I I wasn't sure where he was going, but he seemed very on edge with how Paddock was performing. And I just thought to myself, just give it time, give it time. You know, his numbers are going to stabilize and they certainly have. He's, putting up a terrific season, 3.6 war, 9.6K for nine, um, 121 Ks and 113 innings, six and six for the Padres. Um, he's looking like the ace of their staff. Yeah, the, the one, 121Ks, the 21 walks, is, that plays. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And only, only 24 years old. So he'll All be right. around for a long time. To the reserves where the – there's an MVP sitting there. Uh, <laughs> what's yeah, up uh, with, the, with the reserves? So I guess we can start with them with uh, Christian Yelich. Um, 3.7 war. I mean, uh, any other year he might be a starter. Um, but the, the like we touched on earlier, the NL outfielders are just this having monst- monstrous seasons. Yeah, it's just insane. Um, 
So Yelich makes his third trip, 27 homers. He's, he's on pace for 48. Like I said, he, any other year he's probably starting. Um, Soto, he, I'm, I'm a little shocked it's only his first trip. I thought I thought 2019 he would have went, but I guess not. Um, Soto has a – this number is insane – a 456 on-base percentage at the break. Um, he, he, we were talking about Bellinger and a couple of guys earlier with, you know, having – 70 walks. I think Bregman, we touched on Juan Soto has 90 walks right now. 90. It's just, he's, he's an on-base machine. Um, reminds me a lot of Joey Votto, but maybe with more power, uh, 77 strikeouts. So he's walking more than he's paying, uh, only, only 21 years old too. I mean, this is just, it's crazy. Um, uh, Washington leads the league and runs 604 and that's without Anthony Rendon. So just, under that first. <laughs> yeah, that that and that's that's a little shocking to me. I thought them losing Rendon would have uh, hurt them, but man, Soto and Robles both have uh, picked up the slack for sure. Um, Michael Conforto with the Mets and Harrison Bader. Um, Bader's, I mean, you, you talk on Bader. You, you, he's your yeah, guy. <laughs> he's he's eclipsed every career. I mean, career stat high. Uh, Again, I, I think the glove goes a little unnoticed in baseball nowadays. But on in terms of you, you actually were the only one I've seen to talk about it was his range, and it it's like at sixteen, and like the closest guy is Buxton, who's at eleven, and <laughs> and like a notoriously good outfielder, Billy Hamilton's like at nine. So that kind of like gives you the ballpark of how ridiculous he is in the outfield. Yeah, he's got to be the best defensive center fielder in the league by, by far. I mean, it's just – he's got five assists, and like you talked about, the, the zone rating is 16 plus 16.5 right now. Um, so. That's a the – bat, the bat's been solid too, don't get me wrong. Maybe not all-star level bat, but the glove is what puts him over the top. And it's, you know, he's, he's – it's part of the game. Defense is part of the game, and that's the big reason why he was elected, the glove. Um I was I was actually surprised he made the team, honestly. <laughs> well, but, well, there, there were there were a couple other outfielders that he, maybe you could have made an argument for. Um, one of them did get on the final player vote ballot, okay. um, but overall, I, I just think Bader's having the better first half than the other guys. A um, couple of guys, uh, maybe a little bit of a a shock to see their name is Adam Frazier from the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's the uh, second baseman, the only Pirates representative. Um, he's, a, he's having a solid year, 2.6 war, um, 109 hits at the break, playing average league average defense. But mm. the Pirates really didn't – they didn't have much to offer. And don't get me wrong, Frazier's having a good year. But uh, it was a pretty clear-cut um, decision on which – which player was going to be their representative. And then um, third baseman, Brian Anderson from the Miami Marlins. Uh, they really didn't have um, much of a selection other than Anderson. Uh, it was pretty clear that he was going to be the representative. And uh, these guys, um, there, there may have been a couple of other names more deserving than them, but, like I said, uh, everybody has to be represent. Every team has to be represented, and um, they're definitely not. They're not having bad years by by no means. Not like Carl Edwards Jr. 
where he, he probably didn't deserve it. Okay. Well, that, that kind of touches on most about everybody. So uh, you want to unveil the the selection or you want to talk about wait, what you want? What direction yeah, you so, so I'll touch on this first. We're going to put – there's going to be four polls that go up. Um, yeah. over the span of tomorrow. Um, I'll probably I'll put the final player vote up first, and then I'm going to put a um, manager of the first half vote up for each league. Um, the final player vote is pretty self-explanatory. You'll get one vote. There will be five names on each ballot for the American League and the National League. You pick one player. That player gets added to the roster, and they're the, the final player added. The manager of the first half vote, uh, I'm going to go through each league and see, you know, which managers are deserving to be on the ballot. And then everybody's going to get one vote per league who they think is the has been the top manager of the first half for each league. Um, whichever manager wins is going to be able to name who they want to start the pitch or be the starting pitcher for their respective league. And then they're also going to be able to take the um, elected starters and configure the lineup that they uh, would like to would like to run out there for their for their league, the batting order. Right. I like so, that. Yeah, it's just something that actually you came up with and you, you ran it by me and I said, yeah, why not? Um, it's a way to just, you know, a little bit more interaction and uh, kind of recognize uh, a GM that's been terrific or, you know, had a good, good first half of the year. Give them a little incentive. Any, any hints on the names that are you could yeah. see come out there? As far for the, um, for the uh, final player vote or, or just anybody you thought was worthy final, final player vote, uh, all that good stuff. Yeah, I'll reveal the final player votes now um, for the American League. Like I said, it's going to be five names on each right. ballot. Um, in the American League, we're going to have from the Toronto Blue Jays, Bo Bichette. From the Oakland Athletics, uh, third baseman Matt Chapman. From the New York Yankees, outfielder Aaron Judge. From the Cleveland Indians, third baseman Jose Ramirez. And from the New York Yankees, again, outfielder Giancarlo Stanton. And then in the National League, the final player vote is going to consist of from the Chicago Cubs, third baseman Chris Bryant, from the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, right fielder Bryce Harper, from the Washington Nationals, second baseman Howie Kendrick, from the Colorado Rockies, shortstop Trevor Story, and from the St. Louis Cardinals, second baseman Colton Wong. So there'll be the the five players on each ballot. And like I said, I'm going to, um, create a, a poll in our Slack channel and get them up uh, maybe as soon as we put this uh, podcast up and allow people to vote and there will be a deadline and um, that we'll, we'll see who gets added as the final man. All right. Well, anything else to add, bud? No, I think, uh, I think we touched on it all. Um, got the rosters out there. Uh, it's been a terrific first half. Um, Excited to see where the second half goes. Uh, trade deadline's coming up. I know some names are starting to fly off the board. A little bit more action starting to pick up. And I 
have to imagine um, over the next week or so as we get closer and closer to the deadline, we're going to see more and more names come up and be moved, maybe even some surprise names. So we'll see, but I'm excited for the second half. Yeah, definitely. And we expect to bring y'all a, a recap here uh, come the break. That'll be coming to you shortly. And as Zach mentioned, he had an interview with the Chicago White Sox uh, general manager. So uh, we'll uh, go from there. Yeah. Yeah, should be uh, should be fun. A lot of content coming. All right, Zach, I'll talk to you later, bud. All right, John, thanks.